Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hello, beloved. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Really Riley. I feel like this week is going by fast and I'm super, super grateful for it because last week, because it was a short week, just felt like it lasted forever, ever. <sighs> but I have some big stuff coming up this weekend and I'm excited for it. I've kept this one a little bit close to the chest because I feel like when I get really excited about something, sometimes I will strangle it to the point where if it doesn't end up being exactly what I wanted it to be, I get super depressed about it in the end. I don't really handle disappointment that well. And I think that's because of the fact that I'm really, really hard on myself. I'm my own worst critic. And I am semi, well, yes, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist with what I can do. And I always repeat that mantra, like, how do you, you know, the things that you cannot change and all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, wish me luck without knowing what it is. But anyway, welcome back to my little corner of the world where I talk about all things real, all things Riley, and all things random, let's just say. But today's not as, a, as random as some of them. Um, it's an Ask Riley Day. And I love it when you guys send me stuff because it makes my life easier. But I also like to connect with you guys. And I like to like basically help out with the things that you need help with. And a couple of them are very, very dear to my heart. A few of them are going to make my co-host over here, my husband, go, uh, but I already prepped him before this podcast and said, you definitely have to be honest with this one, um, even if I put you on the couch later. Say hi, Marshall. <laughs> what? Well, well, Nervous yet? Yeah. Oh, come on. I have never, well, maybe not never. I've never like decapitated you after a podcast, have I? No. Liar. No, I mean, there's been times I've gotten mad, but we got to be real here. And a lot of people want to ask us questions about stuff. I was just getting my lashes done and, you know, everybody wants to know about our story and like, they all want to know how I manifested you, which I did with a rose quartz crystal. A lot of people can't believe that I actually read my manifestation journal to you on our wedding day, but I did. Did I not? You did. And it is true. We do really have a very... Fairy tale like story in the weirdest, most toxic way possible. And I don't mean us being toxic. I mean, the road I had to you was pretty fucking toxic on the way there. So I love telling that story, but I also, I like to give windows into the other half of the story because I wanted to get married since I was a tiny little girl. My sister's matron of honor speech was all about me being four years old, sitting on the door said floor of JC Penny way back in yesteryear. Yes, I'm old when they had bridal free like magazines with all these bridal dresses. And I used to stare at them. Like as a matter of fact, my wedding ring, I've told you guys this maybe a couple times, but if you're new around here, my wedding ring was a ring that I had since I was eight years old. Our house got broken into and a bunch of jewelry got stolen. So the insurance paid for us to get some new stuff. And my mom took me to service merchandise. Do they have those around here? I've never heard of this it. This was in Florida. It was sort yeah, of I've like, Service merchandise. It's sort of like uh, a Kohl's maybe, but boo-boo as hell. You know, they had like everything. It was like they had jewelry. It's like It was like a mini Costco maybe. They had like jewelry. No, it was Walmart. Uh, they had jewelry, electronics, and home stuff. It's like Any a, who's like a TJ Maxx. Yeah, but it kind of, I guess, but it wasn't like cheap like TJ Maxx is. Like you could get like good jewelry there. Anyway. The ring that I wanted above all anything, without it, I wanted a little gold band. And I have miniature fingers. So when I was looking for a vintage gold band as part of my wedding stack, I was like, why am I doing this? I've had this ring and wanted to be married since I was a tiny little girl. Why not use that? Fun, random, roundabout story about me. So I think it's important to sometimes tell the other half of what happens after you get married in the not so fairy tale like way, because I'll you'll understand the question in a second, Marshall. Why? But like everybody asks, does marriage change? Like we did everything backwards, as we like to say. That's a matter of fact how Ask Radley came about. Because I've lived my life the most backward buffoon ass way 
backward road to get to things. It's like I have to like go through the pain before I get to any of the good shit, but then I appreciate the good shit afterwards. But I definitely felt after the wedding that things did change. Even though we had a how so what I was trying to get at, sorry, brain fart, ADHD. We had a baby before we got married. We had a house before we got married. We had life-changing surgery before we got married, deaths, birth, you know, all the things that you are supposed to do, all the stressors you're supposed to have, like the first five years of marriage we had in the first, what, year? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, I didn't even say a lot more than that. I, well, that's not good. Let's not be complaining. I, but because they've heard it a lot. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, for me, felt like it did change for the good. At, you know, at first I was going to say that sounds bad. Uh, I was like, I felt a sense of overwhelming peace after we got married. That's how it changed for me. I got a new last name that I still feel weird about signing that stuff. I still haven't changed over some of my bank stuff and some of my credit cards. I'm getting there, babe. But the, the important stuff's changed. So. Yes. The ID, the pass, my passport, passport. changed. <laughs> yeah. It's not that I didn't want to take his name. Of course I did. I just, I hate paperwork. I can't do it. It just, it feels like death to me anytime I have to do it. So that's Marshall's territory. Anyway, um, <laughs> I do. Do you feel like it changed? Yes and no. Really? No. Well, I don't. Why yes and why no? Well, I, I kind of felt like it was kind of like a marriage before. Yeah. You know, but. Of course it was. I think. I mean, when you marry a single mom, you kind of get the window and all that shit early. No, but just the fact that we had done so many things. I mean, yeah. we had, you know, we moved you out of your place into my house. We sold it. We had, you know, there was just, true. there were so many things. So I think the thing, yes, for me is it's like that, like security and like, this is, this is, I can, this is my person forever type feeling. Yeah. It was like the, uh, the finality. I don't want to say finality. No. That sounds so boo boo, well, but that, like, that's kind of that's what I was thinking there, but not, not that, but, Peace. That's yeah. what I. That's what it's, I think. Kind of peace. like that, that security and yeah. peace with it. Um. But for me, after all the wedded bliss went down, because you know, after the wedding, you get like the wedding pictures back, and you go. We went on a mini moon because we didn't. You know, we were gonna. We had saved up for a big honeymoon to Greece and pandemic, and we had a baby and a house and all that stuff. So I'll take all the things that we got versus a trip to Greece that we're gonna do later, God willing. But after all that died down. And wanting this my whole life, there is a sense of settling into marriage. And the first year for us, we'll be married two years in September. So we've been married a year and some change. What is it? A year and five months, six months, something mm -hmm. like that. Like a year and a half. I don't yeah. do math. Um, and dates either. If you've listened to this podcast at all, like every time I, what's our anniversary? I don't remember. Um, what is our anniversary? I know our wedding anniversary is the 25th. What's our dating anniversary? January 6th. January 6th. That was the 7th. 6th? Okay. What's our engagement one? July 4th? That's the 7th. Shit. See? Anyway. Um, I started settling into what this dream truly was. And they lie to us girls or, you know, whoever you are right now, whatever your pronoun is, please don't at me. They lie to us in the fairy tale books, at least when I was growing up, that you put on the glass slippers. Cinderella was my favorite. Ariel was my favorite. Like, I got I got something to say, too. Ariel's one fucking goal in life was to get feet to be able to get out of the ocean where she felt trapped, only to marry a man. That was like her life's goal. I'm one to talk, right? But I feel like you need a window into the real shit of what marriage is because it's a commitment. It's not, A, we're going to try this person on for two years, have a pretty wedding, and then we out. It's not that, or at least not that for me. So... Having said all of that, this Ask Riley question that somebody DM'd me today, I thought was a good one. She asked me, she was like, Riley, I got married really quickly, just like you did, and I love my husband to death. He is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Um, and they don't have kids, but she's like, what do you do when you get to the point when you look at your husband and you love the shit out of them, but you don't like them? I'm like, 
I had a, had a follow up question. I was like, at all? No. In the moment, in that season that they're in, because they only been married for like eight months. These these two, that you didn't. She's like, I just don't like him right now. I was like, okay. That I would. I guess the first question is, have I ever felt that way? And have you ever felt that way? You want me to go first or do you want to go first? I'll let you lead. Okay, thanks. It's your podcast. <laughs> oh, really? Is it Lawn Care Poppy? <laughs> you don't got any takeovers today? We're going to get to the Lawn Care Poppy stuff in a, in a second because I know, you, babe, the amount of people that are sending me lawn care stuff. Like at my pop-up, I had people coming up to me saying, you know, Marshall's starting a movement. He's got me looking at lawn stripes. You've got our kid literally being judgy wudgy was a bear. And our neighbor's lawns he walked by somebody's lawn the other day he's like that person needs some work i was like <laughs> jesus anyway I wasn't lying stop <laughs> um <laughs> have i ever felt that way yes there have been times especially in the first year and this is what they don't tell you it's like they say there was there's always that shit they don't tell you about having babies it's the shit that they don't tell you about getting married you know because 50 60 70 percent of all marriages fail or whatever that statistic is yeah, I've looked at your face and been like, "Get, I can't stand you. Get away from me. And as you know, here's the thing. Marshall, you are amazing. You're a really good egg. I always say that. You're my person. If it's not you, it's nothing. I always say that. And Marshall is as perfect as you guys think he is, but I'd be bullshitting you if there were not times in marriage where you want to choke the person that you are with. And sometimes it's over the dumbest fucking things. I have a lot of friends because I took forever to get married, I was 40, um, that got married youngish or like 28 or whatever. They've been married for a long time. And I asked this and they're like, oh yeah. But I thought it, I was such an alien that I'd wanted this dream man, which I got, I manifested him. I wanted this dream wedding, which I got. I manifested that baby house, all of it. And having said all of that, yes, there's times that I want to smack you. And it, here's something else I would love to say. We have a really pretty Instagram feed of what our family is and how wonderful it is. But sometimes there are times where there's a perfect person in the relationship and then there's the crazy one. We all know who's which is which in this relationship. I am usually dubbed the crazy and Marshall is usually dubbed the perfect. And there's been times where we fought over that shit. Long story short, yes, there's times where I look at my perfect husband and I can still say that. You are perfect for me. But that <laughs> perfection can be chokeworthy sometimes because with Marshall, 98.8% of the time he gets it spot on right is everything I need. Correct me if I'm wrong, my love. But the times that you get it wrong, it's almost, what the fuck? Who are you? Because you get it right so much. So I think it's not abnormal to look at your person who was your everything, dream, whatever, and be like, you're fucking annoying me right now. I think that's as real as it gets with marriage. You can't be around 24-7 and going through these life movements and moments and your entire life now hinges around this person. Especially when I used to have my entire life hung around another person, but he was little and he don't talk back and I just get my way with him all the time. So that makes me sound really bitchy right now. I'm totally living up to like the crazy one in the relationship, but I will hand it over to you and play like, no. I promise. I swear on Malin, I will not get mad after this podcast if you are honest here. Yep. He's sitting up for this one. Go ahead. Seriously. Well, I guess when I say... Like, yes. Yeah. And like, you know, you're kind of merging things. I mean, I don't, I can't speak to theirs because I don't know like backstory and context and that kind of thing. But well, ah, we're talking about you and have you ever oh, yeah. with me? Yeah. No, No, I mean, like, I think for me, um, like I thought I knew myself like pretty well. Uh-huh. Like, you know, just, just hear me out. Like I thought I knew I myself. I just want to hear it answer the, the question first. Did I, did I miss it? Well, like it, it's kind of like, like painting a picture, like within the question. Yes or no that you have, or did you say yes? What? To the question, like, have you ever looked at my face and been like, I just don't like you right now? At times. Okay. That's all I wanted. But if I could. Oh, I'm sorry. If I can care, Poppy, you well, go ahead. I just want to elaborate a little all bit. Right. Cause just Kanye you. <laughs> 
See, he's he's doing it right now. I don't like your face. It happens. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I mean, like, his. I, I guess that's kind of the different spot between, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, and then, you know, being engaged and then married. It's like, it, it's completely, it's completely different. And I think it's, be, it's for a lot of reasons. You know, you're intertwining, like, everything. Everything. You know, you know so terms of finances to just everything. So I thought I knew myself pretty well, but there was a lot of things, you know, um, that I didn't know, you know, in terms of different things from childhood, whatever else that kind of popped up later. So those have been issues for me that have kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm working through and, you know, cause like, I don't, I don't fault you for, for being mad at me at those times, you know? Right. So I guess that's kind of like, I can kind of see. You can see why I would look at your face and be like, I don't. So I said this the other day that I was like, I think sometimes little miss really Riley, I'm too real for the world. Like sometimes I'm a mirror that people don't like. And that mirror is dirty and gross and needs to be cleaned with some serious Windex. And sometimes don't people don't want to look in the mirror. And I just, I told you from jump, like, I cannot lie to you. I will not lie to you about anything. Never, never, ever. And sometimes that shit, sometimes I'm sure you wish I would lie to you. But I can't. And you are my husband. You're my best friend. And there are some things that I have been your mirror to that you didn't fucking want to hear. Like, but if I say them, even if I'm, say them like a bitch it's only because I know better oh that sounds bad I know you're better that doesn't sound right either um well no I mean I think you're with my personality at times like I like that's the best way I guess for me to hear some of those things right so you know I'm like in a professional sense like very direct in that Mm -hmm. so Sometimes, you know, if it was said a different way, you know, it wouldn't come across that way. So, well, I mean, you, okay. So what you're trying to say is like in a professional sense, you're the authority there. Nobody like says anything in that tone hmm, to you. And you're a very alpha male. That's true. Then you got the alpha woman over here that will say things to you. And this sounds so condescending and I don't mean it to be, but like in your best interest, if you will. Those are the only times you've ever looked at my face and said you didn't like me. I don't believe you. What? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, because, like, I, I look forward to, because, like, during the week, I mean, you look at today, you know, it's like. It's, See, he just further proved that I'm just the crazy one and he's just perfect. No, but I don't think, I don't think that's it. That's it at all. All right. I'll give you an example. Like, I don't like his face when he fucking snores. When I'm fucking exhausted and he literally can fall asleep with a hurricane happening behind him. And the next day towards the end of the day, he'll be like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, I fucking hate you. And of course, I love you to death. That's what I'm talking about. Those dumb little things. And that other stuff too. No, that, that all does matter because I think that's all things that you need. To, it's a good point. Because you discover things about somebody when you're married. I don't give a fuck how long you've been together. That, like, I thought I absolutely knew you too. And our pastor actually said that. When we were doing our little, like, pre-marriage counseling thing that you have to do before you get married, he's like, I usually shy away from people that have been together for less than a, or less than a year. And I think we had just hit a year when we were looking for churches originally because pandemic and baby and whatever. And he's like, oh, but by the time you guys will get married, you'll be like a year and six months. I'm like, because that's a lot longer. But he's a, a, I loved our pastor. He has some very good insight. Um, no, he, he did. Well, I mean. But I did learn a lot more about you. Like what you said. Well, Girlfriend mean, to engage to married. Well, I mean, but see, I, I look at it differently between like, I don't like you right now versus like annoyances. So, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. That's true. That's a point. So, like, like I view that one as, like, you know, like a seven out of, like, ten versus, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like you, like, on that scale. Yeah. Versus, you know, if there's, like, annoyances. So, like. Okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't put it in the category where I'm, like, I, you know, I. Okay. So, if I. 
put it in that category too. Yeah, I would probably say that for both of us, those are the times where we look to each other and be like, I don't fucking like you right now. Because I always saw you, you're my hero. You were my hero when I met you, you're my hero now, even though there's been times where I've had to fly my own cape, you know? And I'm good at that. I was a freaking single mom. But yeah, I agree with you. There was times where I would be like, who are you right now? Like, I want to shake you and just be like, wake up. And there are certain things that I have to learn to maybe do differently. But then again, like you said, when I get that way with you, it usually ends up that you listen after. No, but I mean, I think like I, I do, I do appreciate all those things that you do and say. And I think that, you know, looking at it as a whole from the beginning to where we are now, I do think there has been growth. You know, I don't. Mm -hmm. There always is. Like, that's the thing is like whenever I consult, consult, whatever I talk for a living, I swear, my friends that have been married for forever and some of them have been through it, you know, um, I'm not going to put their business out there, but you know, the, the shit that you go through after you're married, when things ebb and flow that like, there's times where it's like, Oh God, is this like, is this marriage ever going to stay together? Are we okay? Is this really forever? There's, you know, my, there's been people that I know that I'm close to that have had those times. I'll say this, like the grass is not always greener on the other side. With Marshall, there is, it's brown. Aha! Ha-ha! Lawn care poppy reference. The lawn stripes over there look like shit. They're crispy. They're gross. It's, what is that? What is that shit that they left us with? Topsoil or something? Yeah, just clay. Okay. Well, there's no greener. I can't fucking believe I just made that stupid ass reference. I hate you. Yes, now's one of those annoyance times that I don't like your face. I'm joking. Um... There ain't no other green grass. There's no other pastures for me. They're full of dog shit and cow pie. No, but some people do have those thoughts. What? No, well, I mean, if I could say two things. Yes. There was one that's actually a really good reference to that. Okay. And, well, like, I mean, the other, I mean, there's been a lot of things that we have that just been out of our control. For sure. And, you know, I think that, you've been tremendously resilient through everything, you know, and I'm probably more proud of you now than, you know, years in past and just what you've been able to kind of do and everything else. So, I mean, I think there's different seasons with that. Now I did hear this. Um, it's actually like on a lawn channel. Are you serious? Well, just, just hear me out. Like, so he like kind of did like, uh, he like compared it to like, marriage and this kind of thing with like the lawn okay so it does take a lot of work well so like it, it's basically like this like you gotta he was talking about like learning different spots in your yard like in terms of like if it if there's spots that have areas with like weeds or if there's you know dry spots from not getting enough water that kind of stuff uh -huh. and so it's like he showed this aerial view where everything looked perfect green striped all these things but like when it was down in it that you start seeing all these imperfections and different things. So you have to constantly be like aware of all those things in your marriage. Cause that's kind of like your lawn in a sense. Okay. So like, so like treating those different areas. So the overall view is kind of like the Instagram mm -hmm. and then like on the ground going through that shit. That's when you start seeing those, some of those imperfections. So like, I thought that was actually pretty good. Oh, clap, lawn care poppy. I have taught you well, sir. I have taught you well. Babe, I don't mean this. Side note, the first couple of times I ever had him on the podcast, those were times that we would fight because he would be referencing other people's podcasts and I'm like, don't fucking do that, which I don't care now. But, you know, bravo. You have, look at my little communicator. Um, no, that's a really good point. In all seriousness, that is very fucking true. And I think that's what I was kind of getting at in a different sense of like the fairy tale when you grow up and you think that marriage is the answer. For some people, it's not. Truthfully, and I don't mean to make y'all throw up when I say this, if I hadn't met you, I don't know that marriage would have been for me because I was a, making my own money. I was, you know, very active, very fit, very like, you know, I was getting to a space where I was okay and getting out of debt. I was 
kind of getting a hold of this motherhood thing as long as you could. And I had dated so many boo-boo ass motherfuckers that I was like, I don't fucking, maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's not. And that's okay too. But I knew within my heart, I always wanted that. I just wanted it to be with someone that could be okay with zooming in on the rocks and shit and grass of the lawn. I actually was talking to my therapist the other day and I asked her about some of this stuff and she's just like, you know, a lot of people don't want to have those hard conversations in anything, but especially in a marriage. She's like, you'd be surprised how many marriages don't want to talk about the hard stuff. Okay, we can talk about the finances, we can gossip about the neighbors, we can talk about the kids, but let's talk about why you never talk to me and you always go to your best friend to talk to you or let's talk about, you know, why you're not intimate with me anymore or why you don't look at me the same. Like those conversations kind of hurt. But I feel like it's like, yeah, those deadlifts fucking hurt, but does my ass look nice? You know, you can feel free to answer that. Thank you. No, I mean, (laughs) I was nodding my head. I going back to the couples being together, married for like eight months. I think that's okay. Everybody that I'm, no, that's been married forever that has successful marriages. And I don't mean everything's all hunky dory. I mean, I've gone through the damn shit and are still working every day, but still want forever with each other. I'll say that the first year is really fucking hard. Like even without all the shit that we went through that it's, you're just adjusting. Even if you've been together for 10 years, you're adjusting to the idea of you can't get rid of this person. Well, I mean, I think it wasn't, it was in addition to, because it's well, like, you know. In a general sense, though, but I was actually just yeah. going to ask you that. What do you think was our hardest season? Boyfriend, girlfriend, fiancés, or husband and wife? And just to give you the timeline of how long, we were boyfriend, <laughs> we were boyfriend girlfriend for six months. Engaged, we were lo- engaged longer than we were anything else, I think. We were engaged for three, two years? Three. We've been together almost five years already? No. Yeah. Because we've been ma- Wow. Okay, and we've been married for almost two. So what do you think was the hardest season of our life? Maybe not so much from external things, but like as a couple. (laughs) Wow. Long pause. Well, no, it's not like, it's not like a bad, no, it's not like a bad pause. Like I'm just, just I'm just terrestrial radio. We'd be like getting an an off air light. Yeah. Good thing this is a podcast. Baby, I'm sorry. I did it for 20 years. Like literally like the alarms are going off in my head because I was deconditioned to that. My bad. Uh, Trauma takes a while to shake off. So, no, I mean, uh, I would probably say more on the married side. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because a lot of the other stuff, it was... It was hard. It was difficult. Like, it's stuff that, you know, still required, like, healing and everything else. You know, that a lot of stuff that we couldn't control. Mm-hmm. But I do think that when you add in the boys and mm-hmm. all, Alan. The, all the other factors <laughs> into this now, I think there's just so many extra moving pieces yeah. that weren't there before that require you know so much more you know like it's so much more of us yeah well i I would just like i kind of look at it this way like if you have if you start every day with like a hundred dollars and you have that to put into like whatever you do so like if you put i love this analogy so if you put like 30 you and the boys you know 30 30 it's like that leaves 10 Mm -hmm. you know and that's your job so like what's left for you Right. Right. So it's like if some people are waking up and they're on their phone for, you know, whatever, like if you spend, if like 15 goes to social media, 15 goes to TV, 30 goes to the gossip of, you know, some random bullshit, you know, all this other stuff, like you really have nothing left for yourself. So I felt like a lot of the stuff that has come in with the marriage that has been out of our control or something's in our control, it's required like that full amount where there's been nothing coming back to us. And I feel like that's kind of what is more mentally taxing mm-hmm. and draining than some of those other things. So if you were to hit that question back at me, what I think our hardest period was, engaged, married, boyfriend, girlfriend, 
This comes from more of a personal standpoint than us as a couple, maybe. I would say for me, it was early, mid-engagement. Because that's when the shit all hit the fan. And most of the shit that hit the fan required me to pick up the pieces. Like, you know, the surgery where obviously I had, you know to be your nurse and give you a sponge bath. And I would do it again six ways to Sunday because it gave you a new hip and able to walk and it was life changing. So there was so many good things to that. And I fucking never done that for anybody before. Um, You know, we had a lot of family drama that, you know, required me to kind of hold my tongue. And I don't, you know, like, cause I'd never, it's never a situation where I had to think about somebody else's feelings or relationships when somebody was like, on me. I could fuck you. You know, like I'm a spicy ass Puerto Rican. Yeah. I don't, I don't hold back and I'm not afraid of anything. But when you are in love with someone and you're marrying them, you have to consider the other half of that. And that's a switch being 37 years old and being very much independent for most of your life. Cause I left home at 26 and I went, I had nobody and I had a child and had nobody. So there was a lot of things that I felt fell on my shoulders that I wasn't prepared for. But who prepares for that shit? You know, like nobody. However, I saw this thing on TikTok, not a lawn care channel, and I liked it a lot. It was this couple that had been together forever. And when they get home, you know how some people do high-low? What was your high of the day? What was your low of the day? They do what's your percentage? What's your number? And what it is, is from... One to ten, or no, no, no. It was like one to a hundred, let's say. And my mother said this in her speech at the wedding, which is one of the only pieces of advice. Love you, mom. That I, like has ever like really stuck with me. You know, only one person can be crazy at a time. It's sort of along that lines where it's like, the say you walked in the door and you're like, how? What's your? What's your? Where are you at, babe? And I'm like, I am at a twenty. And therein, that would mean you would have to say, all right, babe, I got the other 80. I have to be the one to really pull the weight and make sure you're okay. Like this, where you walk in the door and you've fucking just had the worst day ever and you walk in and you're like, I am at a 10. And I'm like, okay, you need to go tinker in the garage. I got the boys. I'll do this. You want some sushi? I'll order it. You know, put on some hoarders show that you like or, or whatever it is it's it's literally like setting the tone for who needs who has the weight in the pendulum and who needs to be the one to hold you because I think a lot of times I'm very vocal about my what I fucking need I was gonna say my crazy but I need to stop doing that yeah no. I need to realize that I just as much as you have held you in the relationship i don't i i just show my crazy more like i just no, well, show but, my my no but like i, I need to be nicer to the way i talk about myself well, i mean I, I think you need to express that more in terms of like you know you're just like your mental your mental health and well yeah because for state, the first so. two years i didn't do that i wanted to be your princess i wanted to be the princess in the fairy tale i wanted to because this was the work i did after getting out of abusive relationships i had to take stock in what i didn't do but I mean, and one sec, let me just get this part out. Like I didn't say to you, and I've said this to you before, like I didn't say to you how much doubt crept in at first. Not that I was going to leave you, that I was going to have the ability to be what I wanted to be for you. Like I wanted to be your nurse. I wanted to be the one that was, we got this. I wanted to be the one to build you up. And I think instead of openly saying to you, I'm scared. Cause when you told me that you were going to, I just got goosebumps when you were going to have life-changing surgery and I was like, okay, fine. Yep. Let's do this. We're growing. We're doing it. And you're like, looked at me and you're like, no, babe, you don't understand what this is going to be. We just got engaged. And I'm like, well, I'm in this with you. I didn't know that it was literally going to be us like living on separate floors because you couldn't go up the stairs. I didn't know that it was going to be in and out with a wheelchair and in and out with crutches and also being a mom at the time and being on a very high powered radio show, like I was crumbling inside and I put it away. You know, like I'd also just gone through a miscarriage. 
and put it away. And then all of that emotional shit came out later. And this is within the first year of marriage for the person that asked this. Because with that peace that we were talking about when we first got married also came the peace and freedom to say, I basically went batshit crazy in my head and didn't let you see it or just took it on and kept taking it on because I wanted to do that for you. I know that's marriage, but that's where some of those real, like not joking ones, those real, I can't stand your face moments would happen. That sounds bad, but that's very real. There were those moments that you have them. Do I love you? Yes. Because, you know, the other caveat is, does it ever come back fully? Yes. For me, it does. Do you think? Yeah. Like, if it's, I want to say if it's true love, it will. But if, yeah, if you're committed to your person and there was love there once for real, sure it does come back. You got to work at it, though. It's like muscle memory in the gym. Well, yeah, I mean. (laughs) I, what? Am I wrong? No. Well, I mean, I thought. I thought through all that, like you were. Did you have amnesia? I was, I was, I was a bitch. <laughs> I'll admit that. I was very grumpy. No, no, I got. I remember that, but <laughs> to to take something like that on, you know that that was huge, you know, especially considering like everything. I pretty much, I mean, it was, that was like within like a three month span of all that in terms of all that and then diagnosis. And then, you know, uh, when you say that, it's like, I ha- I still process that now, you know? So I, like, like what is like, what would perfect look like, you know? So us, like, like I, I, I mean, no, us. I, I, no I, I know that, but like when you're, I, I don't say that lightly. I mean that. Us. Because we're, we're both some buffoons. We're, you know, we're both a mess. I said to somebody the other day when they were talking about how we mess with each other. And they're like, I want that. I want that. That is you can screw with each other and mess and be dumb and be completely naked and honest and laugh through all of it. There's no fucking thing is perfect. It's not. So that's why I say us. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, when you when you said all that, like, like what would perfect look like handling all that and going through that situation? You know? Because, like, you were. I don't know. I mean, you were, you were right there through everything, you know? And, like, I love you for that. So I just wanted to. Well, thanks. I don't know how you handle that shit with Grace. I don't. I, that's was my way of trying. I don't know. Cause it's weird. I don't lie about things. Like I said, I'm very like out there about everything. And I think that that's why I was so bitchy. Cause I was internally feeling all that. And then it was just like coming out of my, my eyeballs. Man, like when we left that, Oh my God, that was honestly, aside from surgery, that was fucking worse. Cause we had a hotel room that literally had, I don't know what those bugs were. They, they were like biting us mm-hmm. and it was like there was crackheads outside and Marshall's about to go into surgery and he's like muscle memory on your finger. Lock the door the second that you get into it. And and I was sick too that week. I had had like, I don't know, I had some really, really bad like cold, like pneumonia. Thank God it was before COVID because I wouldn't have been able to be there with you. Yeah, that was, that it was, was bad. That and was then horrible. can I say, can I tell this part about the catheter? I'm going to do it. <laughs> He's looking at me with that face that I don't like you right now. Listen, it's real. It happens. He couldn't go potty afterwards, and that's painful. And the nurse is literally saying to us, like, if you don't go pee, you'll stay here for another day. And then I'm panicking because I had to go to work, and they were basically, like, ready to fire me because I went with my husband for life-changing surgery or husband-to-be. And then Marshall's just freaking out because he's, you know, anxiety-ridden and on whatever drugs that they pumped you with. And he's never done a drug before in his life. Oh, it was like, it was like epidural and everything yeah. else. And the nurse, it, well, I've noticed he's getting frustrated. I'm like, well, you think he just had hips. You just took a piece of his bone from his leg and put it in his hip. And now he can't pee. I'd be pissed too. And she looks over at me and she says, ma'am, have you ever done a catheter before? I says, excuse me, what? And this was a Duke. And we all love Duke. Duke is like forever the family. Duke is like the A1 God heaven of hospitals. So we're not shaming that. I'm not shaming that. 
But she says, do you want to do it? What? And she's just like, well, I mean, I think he might be a little more comfortable. No. I have to look at that in a different capacity at some point. Absolutely not. That was... Oh, my God. That was probably the worst... That I don't know. <laughs> that along with like the scratching when they took the epidural out was probably like the worst experience. Because, really, like, the I scratching? Couple, my whole body itched. Oh, well, it's because you yeah. like like nonstop. But like I had, I had like drainage tubes in my leg. I can't move. I'm in pain, and it's like it's like if you were to drive like a five hour car trip, and someone was just like, we making, did. Well, but I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying, like how I, I felt, did, like how I felt, like it was like if I drank three energy drinks was holding it for five hours, but I couldn't go. Like I physically couldn't yeah. go. That was the worst like ever. And then like, it's not like you can like just walk to the bathroom. It's like you have like a crowd of nurses and shit like in the room. It's like, okay, now read the room, Marshall. You're talking to somebody that's given birth to two children. That's everybody and their fucking mom saw my tits and my choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Okay. Somebody literally came up to me afterwards and was like i didn't realize the core girl in the hospital room after she gave birth is a cool girl on the radio i'm like oh fuck you've seen my vulva great (laughs) but i'll just reminded me i'll give you one of those i hate your face moments that you don't remember can i can you guess when you were taking your first crutch bound steps with the physical therapist the day after you had the surgery and I was filming you from there to the room and you were so irritated because I know you were in pain and you're like, really fucking, are you fucking really, do we have to put everything on Instagram? Are we really filming that? Like you didn't say any of that, but you th- that eye roll that you just gave me said it all. And I don't fucking care. I know. And this is the crazy yet supportive wife in me. I knew when you got back on your feet and when you manifesting this, when your next bodybuilding show that you were going to want that. You're right. Why does it hurt you so much to say that? No, no. Like you were right. Like in the moment, I think for me, ah, blah, blah, blah. you were mad at me about that for months. No, like, well, I'm, I'm saying like looking back, like it's been like, you know, three years now. Has like, it really? doesn't yeah. feel like that. Like looking back on that, I think for me, it's like I was in pain one and then it was like, it was like six months prior to that, that like I was on stage, you know, like at, at my top. Hence my train of thought, yeah. but you were so but mad like, that I had the damn video camera like, out. It was like being video at, camera. How old am I? It was like being at that like level of like weakness. Like I, I've never once in my life been like that ever, you know, like that's always been like my physical fitness has always been like a source of strength and like confidence like throughout my life so like that was the one time where it was like that was like stripped away from me would you like me to explain the face that i'm giving you right now i saw that scene completely different completely different instead of that physical therapist because oh i just got goosebumps again honestly the steps were far like it wasn't close if you're, you know, one of your limbs doesn't work and it was literally just cut open from top to bottom. And you, and crutches, even if you have like everything okay, are not easy on the wrist or not, it's not easy. And at a certain point she looked at you and she's like, I loved that physical therapist. Do you remember her name? No. She was so sweet. She was perfect. And she was like, do you, do you want to stop for a second? We can make a pit stop here. And you looked up at her and I, oh my God, I saw, I just got my lashes done. Um, I saw the, you, the, you don't really outwardly exude pain. You don't. And again, we were only together for like eight months. So I know that face a little bit better now, but you were fucking hurting. You were in pain and you looked up and you said, you contemplated it. You wanted to. You wanted to sit down, but you were like, where is it? How far is it? And she pointed and you had like five more steps, which every single one of those steps had to have been excruciating and scary and unsure. And you fucking went in there. I shit you not. I was never more in love with you than that moment up to that point. Even when you got down on your one knee with a fucking cute ass shiny ring, like ever, honestly, like I... I understand you and I understand why that is. But understand from 
another person's viewpoint, many other people would not have gone in there and got that surgery because it was not a 100% chance that you were going to have a hip that was fixed. A lot of people would have done the path less traveled and not driven five hours to go to Duke and done the research to do it. Not everybody would have gotten a second, third, fourth, fifth opinion to do that. So I saw that scene completely different. And your wife is always right. So there's that. Well, you never told me that. So I didn't. I really haven't. Not not in that detail. No. Really? Well, hence why I wanted the fucking video. <laughs> I mean, I was so going to do like a bunch of other Ask Riley's, but I think we should just kind of leave it at that. Like, and don't worry. Like if you send them to me, I'm absolutely 100% going to do them. We have every Wednesday. I might even do some on Friday maybe to make up for the couple that I didn't get to in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, sometimes I don't fucking like your face. But 99% of the time, I love you with everything I am. So it's okay to have those moments. We're humans. We're not fairy tales. Let me put that on a candle. Ooh. That might be my next one. I love you, babe. I love you more. You're supposed to say tie forever. Tie forever. He doesn't like being cutesy like that. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, oh, wait. Before we go, Lawn Care Poppy update. So we're kind of in a little bit of a drought. So Yeah, it's kind of crispy out there. Yeah. <laughs> so put down a few different products to kind of bring things back a little bit. Like what? So first was Dirt Booster. Um, the names of this shit, I swear. Because basically you're treating the soil and not treating the grass. Okay. So um, what it basically does, it goes down and I guess I'll say it. Mycorrhizal fungi. is <laughs> It basically attacks mycorrhizal fungi. You knew I was going to make fun of you for that. The who? Mycorrhizal fungi. What in the fucking hell is it? Mycorrhizal fungi? Mycorrhizal. Michael so, who? Microrhizal. Micro. Okay, now. So no. it, it attaches to the root system <laughs> and I'm it sorry, basically expands it out like five times. Uh-huh. So it's able to take in more water and nutrients. So I put that down and then Anderson's had a new product, HydroCharge. I just put that out. It's a surfactant. So that is something. A what? Surfactant. Like you can also use like Dawn dish soap and stuff like that too. People will. The like, fuck it's a surfactant? I can't even say that word. It will. There's, there's, it's used different ways, but there's two, it's a blend of it in here. So it basically will one, help the water kind of penetrate into the soil and okay. then two, help it retain more water. Gotcha. So, so it won't dry out as fast. All right. So those two things are down. Um, a lot of the spots that were starting to kind of get a little bit brown are coming back green. And then um, I actually won their Memorial Day gift card. We're not going to name them, yeah. though, because they ain't advertised on this yes. here podcast. So <laughs> It's a business, friends. Yes. So the couple other products are coming, more iron and stuff. What I'd just recommend to everybody yeah, with, give the, it, with, the, with the drought. What I like to call the Riley version, like the lawn care for dummies. What are they? If, you're, if you were me and you had to just randomly go out and buy, go to Home Depot and ask for help or go to Lowe's or wherever you go, what would you do? What would you What would you go get? So, just for everyone right now, um, one like one definite product I would get I would get uh, an insecticide. So it's mild winter, so everyone's pretty much been forecasting at least for this area, like ticks and stuff like that are going to be really bad for oh, the summer. Joy. So I would get that out down, um, you know, all around the house. Just make sure that that's kind of taken care, of, especially now. June bugs are coming in, so you're gonna have like all the beetles and all the other stuff. Um, get that down. Um, if you're going to be watering at night, cause it's preferred, like do it in the morning, like up to like, you know, 10, 11 AM. Why? It's just better for one evaporation and let it get in. Um, when it's overnight, that's when it kind of a lot of more fungus and stuff like that can develop. Oh. So, you know, fungicide, um, at this point now, um, you might be able to push it a little bit more fertilizer, but you're really not getting too much because, you know, we're just kind of in a drought. So I would look for something more. Um, higher iron content, um, a little bit of nitrogen. There's a lot of different companies and products and stuff like that out there. So I will have y'all know that this has only been a hobby of his for like six months, not even like three. This is all YouTube inspired. You know that I got people, Jay, our photographer, he texted me the other day and asked Marshall if he knew how to change like a 
air filter compressor something something because I always say get you a man that can do everything. Now all these fucking people are coming to me asking you if you can figure this shit out. I'm like, ay Dios mío, okay. But I guess that's how we do shit. I didn't know how to make cakes two years ago. Here we are. Candle business literally as of last weekend was only a year old. I got into radio. I got a morning show within 10 months that was in a top 60 market. So I guess that's just how we do shit. Well, it's, I just look at it. I relate it to like the body or Mm. like an engine or anything else. Like everything has like a system. You're adorable. You know what, you guys? I thought of something just now and then we're going to end this whole thing. Not forever, but till Friday. Um, Remember how I used to do those makeup quizzes on the air where I would, I would find like weird terms. Like, do you know what hyaluronic acid is for the face? Heard of it. Yeah. What does it do? Um, it's advertised, I think, for like what, acne? Nope. That's right. No one. Um, but yeah, I want to do something like that for lawn care. I will look some stuff up. And then I'm going to give you like a multi like rapid fire quiz and see if you can do it. Next time we do a lawn care poppy update, I say we do that. So study up, my friend. <laughs> and you guys probably should play along at home. Like how Andy Cohen goes, like, every time you hear this word, take a sip. All right, I'm going to shut up. Um, email reallyreallypodcast at gmail.com. If you have any lawn care poppy questions or anything for Ask Riley like today, please, I love it. Hit me up. A lot of you guys have been asking me when the next pop-up is. I know there is one scheduled for November, early November. Other than that, I want to do another one, but... These it's like you can't sit with us sometimes in these freaking pop-up places. So if you have any or you're, if you're running one, I'd love to come. Let me know. Um, text line 410-604-8895 because I know he's going to yell at me if I don't say this. Please comment, subscribe. It helps the podcast ratings, which helps us get advertisers, which also helps us get money to keep it going. What are you pointing at? What? And share. Oh, and share, share, share. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um. And thank you guys to everybody that came out to the pop-up. I love you. You guys make our lives possible. Legit, that's no bullshit. Uh, at Riley Couture on Instagram and TikTok. Really Riley Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. i sorry. Riley Couture 7 is TikTok. There's too many, babe. Um, what, what else am I missing? Um, oh, and House of W and Really Riley Podcast are also on TikTok. So if you guys could go give those a little bit of love. I'm trying to share that world too. Twitter is Riley Couture 7, but I don't really use those. What's your socials, babe? The Fit Marshmallow and... But it's spelled like the artist, not the actual food. Like the artist and the lawn care poppy. Because people are lazy. Spell the marshmallow. Uh, M-A-R-S-H-M-E-L-L-O. That's your social and it takes you a second? It's been... been, like each He just gave me that I can't stand your face face. See, it happens. I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening, babe. I love you. Um, Yeah, I'll talk to you guys on Friday. It's really Riley.